This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. What do you give the book out of five? Look, I'm going to give it a, a solid four. It was a really... <laughs> a solid four. Oh, that hurts my heart. My wife is only giving my book a four out of five, but it's a solid four. I have to be honest. Oh, gosh. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. This is the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers. Now I'm Justin. I'm here with Kylie, uh, and today it's it's our fun pod. Well, I, I mean, I think they're all fun. I shouldn't say it's our fun podcast, but today is our kind of non-parenting parenting podcast, if that makes sense. Uh, once every month, we talk about the books that we've been reading. Kylie and I are both avid readers. We can't get enough of books. Um, Kylie, how many books have you read this year? Where are you up to? 16. 16. Uh, okay. Can I can yeah. I just wave my little flag here and say I'm in front at the moment? I'm reading my 26th book at the moment. Yeah. How many aeroplanes have you been on this year? I've been on far too many aeroplanes and that's when I get a lot of reading yeah. done. So uh, what we do when we uh, do the uh, do our book club uh, podcast is we basically pick a bunch of books that we've read over the last month or so and give like a two-minute review or a one-minute review or an eight-minute review, depending on how many we're doing. Uh, how many have you read this last month? Oh, I haven't even counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You've read eight books this month. Well, not this month. We haven't done it for a couple. Oh, of months. we did. We did miss last month. You're right because we had yeah. that that TV show, Parental Guidance. Yeah, something like that. Taking over our podcast. Okay. Well, uh, how many do you want to talk about today? Well, I'm going to tell the truth. You can't. I've talk actually about eight. left all of my notes at home. Oh, how? So I'm not sure how this? this is going to go. Okay. I, I reckon that you should pick uh, three and talk for about one minute about each of them and we'll just make it a short podcast. That's fine. What have been your favourite three books in the last month or so? Oh, well, you're going to shoot me if your one's not in there. I did finally read yes. The Parenting Revolution. Yes. A, a round of applause. I'm, I'm celebrating. It's happened. Finally. <laughs> so you've read the book. I read the book. The Parenting Revolution. This is From the bit where, cover to cover. This is the bit where I get kind of nervous. What did you think? Well, look, I actually wrote a blog about it yeah. because I wanted to give an honest opinion. Okay. Well, do you want to make your blog about it, the honest opinion about it, your um, your, your book club for today? Sure. Okay. Why don't you Why don't you share? What? I won't read it all. Okay. I just I I decided to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Can you handle it? I can handle it. All right. So I, think, I hope maybe the good. Yes. I'll share the good. Let's do that. Okay. I feel good about that. Yeah. I, I absolutely love the way that you write. I love how you're able to take the science and the stuff that hurts my head to read, but make it so palatable for not just me, but the average parent who do, you don't need to have a psychology degree to understand and decipher what you're sharing. So I absolutely love that. But I love how you're then able to do all of that and break it down into practical bite-sized actions I can do right now. Like I don't have to wait until, you know, next year when the calendar's clean or there are just so many gems of things that I can start doing right now as a result of the things that I read. Yeah, cool. So I love how you're able to do that. I work really hard on that. So I'm kind of glad that you picked that up. 
I don't want people to read a book and not know what to do. I wouldn't call it light reading. Oh, really? But it's easy reading. It's not light reading in my mind because it actually challenges the way I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So it's really easy to read it. Yeah. It's You don't feel bogged down by it, but it is going to challenge probably for some people to the very core of how they see themselves as a parent and how they, what things they value as a parent. I, I love the way you've said that. because So I'm reading a book at the moment that I'll talk about in next month's book club uh, that I'm really, really struggling to read. It's not an easy book to read because it's so dense and the author uh, is a journalist. Now he's making really profound points and the book itself is also very, very challenging. But each chapter is like 40 or 50 pages and there's no breaks in the text and it's kind of heavy content. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And once I get into the flow of it, I can really, really sort of get going with it. But I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's a tough read, but I'm, I'm also loving it because it's challenging. What you're saying is this one's actually quite light and easy to read. It's but a it, really but it's, easy it's got, read. It's got that provocative edge to it, which is exactly what I was going for. So I'm really glad that you've said that. That's nice. Okay. But then there's oh, the bad. The bad. Oh, great. This is the middle ground, honey. Okay. But it gets the ugly yet. Oh, no. So brutal honesty. Oh, I'm feeling it already. I'm I'm starting to feel quite uncomfortable. I'm slouching in my seat. I'm sort of sliding under. The, I'm you, like if if we had a video going right now, people would see I'm literally slinking under the table. I'm, I'm the, feeling very tall right now. Yeah, I'm really nervous about this. All right. So the first couple of chapters, you talk about helping us to understand the history of parenting. Yes. Now, so much of it is fascinating. Yes. But as a parent who's feeling a little bit time poor and I just want to make my family better, it was a little bit overload for me, like just superfluous information that didn't help me be better. Yeah, yeah, does yeah. That, does that make sense? So yeah. I, I was intrigued. There was so much that was intriguing about it, but I just wanted to get to the nitty gritty of why I'm reading the book. So you're saying if you really, really want to get practical straight away, skip the first few chapters. Probably. Yeah. You're not you're not going to lose the essence of the book if you don't read those first few chapters. Fair enough. But you, you could actually skip part one of the book and just read part two and three if you want to get super practical. But because of the way you write and because of – like we have a rule in our house. If you're not interested in a book, you've got to give it 50 pages. That's, that's the rule, literally. We've taught the Okay, kids so that. I yep. think I think part one's about 83 pages. Oh, okay. Okay, I haven't counted. My suggestion is if you feel bogged down in those first couple of chapters, just push through. I feel like it's still pretty fast-paced though and it covers a lot of important ground. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's not going to be hard to read it. You just might want to move on to other – much more practical stuff rather than the yeah, yeah. and that, that's all I'm saying yeah so that's the bad for me okay like being completely honest I just wanted to read a book that was going to give me practical suggestions and solutions to my ch- challenges right now reading about the history of parenting was um, enlightening yeah definitely not riveting read for me yep um, and because I've been privy to all of the research. Uh, you've heard me talk about it so much. I have heard you talk yeah, about it, yeah, but yeah. so much of what you had shared with me didn't actually make it in the book in the end. Ah, uh, right. So I was reading things, expecting to read things that weren't there. So it's really hard for me to be objective as a reader of work that I've been a part of from the very beginning as well. Yeah. So, okay. so what's the ugly? Do I even want to ask? 
Okay, so The Ugly. Are you ready? No. (laughs) The Ugly actually has very little to do with you. Okay. And how provocative the book was in challenging my thinking. Mm -hmm. That's where it got ugly for me. Okay, let's go. (laughs) I'm ready. Learning to be comfortable in the uncomfortable is something that has been really challenging for me. I have shied away from anything that's left me feeling uncomfortable because who likes to sit in an uncomfortable place? I kind of do, but I'm a bit weird like that. You are really weird. Yeah, yeah. And I married you. Yep, yep, you did. (laughs) But what I found time and time again, once I got past that part one and actually got into the nitty-gritty of the book, I just found so often these little aha moments that helped me either to understand my parents mm-hmm. and the reason that they did the things that they did or the way in which their parenting has actually affected me or how that now plays out in my life as a parent and the way my children see me as a result of those experiences. And so for me, the ugly part, like I said, it wasn't what you wrote, it was how what you wrote impacted my thinking and actually opened me up to things about myself that I probably would prefer not to know. Right. But now that I know, need to act on. Yes. To make changes. So in other words, mission accomplished. Totally. (laughs) Okay. Totally. All right. So this is a really hard question for me to ask, uh, but let's wrap up this review. What do you give the book out of five? Look, I'm going to give it a a solid four. It was a really- (laughs) Solid four. Oh, that hurts my heart. My wife is only giving my book a four out of five, but it's a solid four. I have to be honest. Oh, gosh. If I give you a five, no one's going to believe me. (laughs) Right. So you're saying you'd like to give me a five, but no one will believe you if you do. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Maybe we can negotiate this to a (laughs) 4.5, 4.6. No (laughs) negotiations allowed. Thank you very much. I'm going to give it a four. The thing that I love the most about your book, and across the board, your books are all very similar in this regard, but the gold, the gold for me is just the compassion with which you're able to weave throughout your writing. I remember you telling me a conversation you had with a parent once and they just said, I've never felt so good about being made to feel so bad. Right. And it's that same kind of thing. There is just so much compassion there from you to me as a parent who, when I'm reading things, feels like I am just screwing it all up. Right. Because we all feel that way. Um, you know, just we're we're all getting it wrong all the time. But you're able to... Help us to actually see and pinpoint what needs to change and yet give us the gift of grace and compassion that we can gift ourselves. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to come from you. I need to be able to say, you know what? I see the good, the bad and the ugly in my own life, but I can be patient and compassionate with myself, recognizing that now that I know better, I can be better. But until I know it, I can't. I can't actually change if I don't see that. And so having to look into the mirror and see the the bad or see the ugly, recognize it, and then be able to move forward is the power that I see in all of your books. Okay. Well, The Parenting Revolution by me, Dr. Justin Coulson, read four out of five by Mrs. Happy Families. Thanks so much. Uh, I think... This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You know what? We, we've well and truly gone over time with your book review. That, that was the longest book review you've literally ever done. Um, but you've got several others. Can you give us three 10-second reviews for other things that you've read? Literally 10 seconds on three other books. So one of my favorite writers, she's actually a spiritual writer, uh-huh. Emily Bell Freeman. Yep. I read her latest books, Grace Where You Are and Grace to Become. I just love the personality that she brings to it and the way that she she writes. You hate it. Yep. I absolutely She's love it. She's flowery and takes too long to get to the point and tells all of these stories that I don't love it, but you, you obviously like them. So the Emily Bell Freeman, Grace to Become and Grace Where You Are. Yes. Okay. And you rate them as? I Solid four. four. Solid four. Yep. Okay. Another that, solid that's four. Just, I've that, read some really good books this time. Okay. Um, the Drover's Wife by Leah Purcell. I've started to read a lot of Australian uh, writers and particularly with uh, an Aboriginal theme to them. Yep. Um, this was actually a hard read, quite raw. Yep. I think Ned Kelly, outlaw kind of setting. So and, sort of frontier Australia yeah. sort of stuff. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh. What, what did you rate that one? There's not many numbers to work with. I'm going to go four. Four. It was, it was a really good read. So everything that you read is just four, full stop, end of story. Yeah, kind of. Okay, no problem. We need to stop it there. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to be able to talk about any of the 74 books that I've read in the last two days. Okay. Well, Pip Williams. <laughs> We're going to I stop just it read as soon as I mention one more. Two more. The Dictionary of the Lost Words. I actually loved that. I'm going to give that a 4.5. That was a really unique read. Um, and surprisingly, just a lot of fun. Her second book that kind of sequels that, The Bookbinder of Jericho, I didn't love that as much. I'm going to give that actually a 3.5. Okay. Are you finished now? Yeah, sure. I feel like you've done like seven books. I did. Such a cheat. What have you read, hon? Okay, I'm going to go through my books very, very quickly. You can't complain. I'm, I just I'm gave you a massive break. Uh, you did, I, and hopefully everyone's going to go and buy a solid four, The Parenting Revolution by Dr. Justin Coulson. But uh, I want to talk about a few of the books that I have read in the last uh, couple of weeks. First off, uh, I read a fiction book, which I hardly ever do. I read Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. He's the guy that wrote The Martian, the Matt Damon movie. He wrote that as a book before it became a movie, and he's written a couple of other things as well. Really cool book, crazy science. Like the thought that went into, the insane research that went into writing this book, I just, I was astounded by what he came up with. It was absolutely incredible, but it didn't connect for me. So as much as I thought it was extraordinary uh, and just incredible thinking. I can only give it a four because I just didn't connect with it. I'm not really a science fiction guy. I'm not really a fiction guy. I tried. Everyone's talked about how good it is. Um, Four, but not a solid four, just a four. Okay. (laughs) Next one, Dr. Lisa DeMore, one of my favorite parenting thinkers globally. One of the very few people that I actually spend a lot of time listening to and and engaging with. Uh, I read her book, The Emotional Lives of Teenagers. It was a really solid book, covers a lot of ground, easy to read, uh, very helpful ideas, great scripting for parents who want to know what to say. Overall, very high quality, four and a half, maybe 4.75, like really, really good book. Lisa Demore, The Emotional Lives of Teenagers. I'm going to be talking to Lisa on the podcast in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, long conversation, maybe spread it out over a couple of weeks because there's so much to talk about. The third one that I'm going to mention 
is a book by an American guy living in Australia, New York Times uh, office head, chief chief head, whatever it is, the, the chief of the New York Times office here in Australia is what I'm trying to say. His name's Damien Cave. The we have a chief in New York? New York Times, yeah. yeah. In Australia. His name's Damien Cave. The book's called Parenting Like an Australian, One Family's Quest to Fight Fear and Dive into a Better, Braver Life. It's basically a memoir about being this investigative journalist who's gone to war zones all around the world, but now with kids, uh, moves to Australia, opens up the bureau here in uh, Australia, in Sydney, and um, joins the local surf club and has to get his bronze medallion, but he's not really a swimmer. And he's suddenly struck by how risk-averse Americans are and how Australians just love to get in and give it a crack. And the book the book is actually a really delightful memoir, uh, but each chapter has maybe 10 really high-quality scientific uh, interrogations of risk and um, uh, helicopter parenting and the, the approach that we have to doing dangerous things. I really enjoyed the book. I loved talking with Damien as well uh, on the podcast yesterday, and I'm going to give that one a four. Would I like to read it? I would love for you to have a look at it. He, he writes really beautifully, but he does get kind of sciencey In every chapter, there's like half a dozen pages where you kind of, even as somebody who's aware of and familiar with the science that he's talking about, I was like, oh. He geeks out a bit? Yeah, he does go, go kind of geeky on the science and it's still worth reading. In fact, I think it's a wonderful book to teach us about how we can encourage our kids to push through the pain and the anxiety and the worry. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was a, a delightful book. Um, two more really quickly, Just Kids by Patti Smith. Patti Smith, rock singer, I hated it. <laughs> it's a biography. I love biographies. I thought I was going to love this thing. But it was all a four? I gave it a three. Uh, it's it's See, a, This doesn't seem like a fair rating. Music star writes a memoir. It's about her boyfriend more than about her. He becomes this fancy high-flying artist and gay pornographer. Um, and I just, I couldn't connect. I, I don't get the whole high art world. I don't get the hype around art. Like if, if you asked me to go to the Gallery of Modern Art, I, I, I would rather do anything than do something like that. So it just, it's not my world. I didn't connect with it and I didn't love the book. So I gave it a three because she still wrote really well, but yeah, don't buy it. Uh, and the last one, the one that I love the most uh, of the last few weeks that I've read, we've got book club coming up for our Happy Families premium members soon. And uh, we're going to be doing The Whole Brain Child by Dan Siegel and Tina Payne Bryce. And so I pulled that off the shelf and read that. Um, there's a reason that this is one of the most loved parenting books of the past decade. It's concise, it's simple, it's practical. I loved the book, giving it a five out of five, The Whole Brain Child. Have you noticed that academics often have two last names? Uh, no, I have not. All the time. Tina Payne Bryson. I think what happens in America, from what I understand, a lot of women take their maiden name and they shift it and make it their middle name. So I'd say that that was her name before she was married, Tina Payne, and she married a guy whose last name was Bryce Bryson. So now she's Tina Payne Bryson. I think that's a cultural thing. Anyway, we've talked way too long. Hopefully, folks, um, you've got some inspo from... Uh, Kylie's wonderful book review of that uh, that parenting book, the what was it called? Oh, the Parenting Revolution. Parenting Revolution by Dr. Justin Coulson. We will link you to can buy it anywhere. We will link to all of these books in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we can't wait to share a, a much more concise book club next month. Well, I'll bring my notes. Sorry. Yeah, good idea. I think you should. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rowland from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. For more info about making your family happier, please visit us at happyfamilies.com.au. Hold up. 